This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner is Charlie Daggs, okay? He was a middle manager at a manufacturing company. He wants to break free, and he won the $100 I give out every Monday. For your chance to win, simply subscribe to the podcast on iTunes right now, and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. Folks, many of you heard I made a big league acquisition of a business. NathanLacka.com forward slash send later is the name of the business. And I didn't want to give up equity to a developer because I'm a business guy. So what I did is I used a website to find a guy named He Shiming. I paid He over $12,000 to help me build send later. And the site that I am using now is called Topital at NathanLacka.com forward slash T-O-P. T-A-L. I will build Send Later into a big business and I will take it public by the time I turn 30. I'll tell you more later on in the episode. Top Drive, this episode 418. Coming up tomorrow morning, you will hear from Cam Duty. He's 30 years old in Tennessee, did $6 million in revenue in 2015, and he's taking over the $5 billion moving industry with his company, Bellhops. Top Tribe, grab your coffee, buckle your seat if you're driving, and hold on. Our guest today is Matt Schwartz. He is the president of MJS Executive Search. It's a 13-year-old New York-based retained executive search firm that that specializes in placing transformational talent with global Fortune 500 companies to venture back startups on a national basis. His clients have included, but are not limited to, PepsiCo, American Express, Fidelity, New York Life, Equinox, or Equinox, and Pitney Bowes. Prior to starting MJS, Matt was a principal at Hydric and Struggles in New York City. Matt, are you ready to take us to the top? Absolutely. I have Thanks to ask for you, having me. Yeah, I'm excited you're here. So first question, by the way, I always, I'm always too, like I think, self-indulgent on these podcasts, but whatever, I'm going to milk it for all it's worth. When we were at Heyo, we talked to so many firms. And I could never get my mind around actually paying one of these, you know, you know, these these executive search firms, you know, 30 to 60 percent of first year salary plus a placement fee on talent they brought me. Help me understand why you're different. Why are people paying you? Yeah, so so that's an excellent point. Um, I can tell you that the trends have changed. Um, Clients only hire us when they have some of the most difficult transformational searches that that they can't fill on their own. And and what that means is basically roles that have never existed before within their business, skill sets that are not organic to the company or the industry, or um, roles that need a significant upgrade due to an infusion of digital marketing or technology. So in a lot of cases, the searches that we fill, there may only be five rock stars in the world that could potentially do this job. Job, and they'd be interested in our client's opportunity based on the overall challenge versus, um, you know, just putting a, a square peg in a square hole. You know, these are very unique roles and it's too much heavy lifting for the clients to try and do on their own through their own resources. Okay, so let's be more specific. Tell me what, what the role was for PepsiCo that you placed. 
that that's a that's a great example actually we, we probably placed close to 30 people at pepsico over an eight-year period oh, wow. okay but, yeah but one of the the most marquee searches we started out doing very traditional marketing and corporate communications work but then um we had uh we had placed their first head of global social media bonin bao who you probably know uh back in 2008 and then shiv singh their uh, first head of global digital strategy and development. From there, they said, hey, you, you filled these roles that were very unique, had never existed before. What if um, we asked you to find engineers with MBAs who could reinvent our vending fountaining cooler equipment? So what oh, that wow. meant was, okay, how do we turn a vending machine into a giant touchscreen with facial recognition or the ability to play a video game or uh, obviously pay with your smartphone? But at the same time, having all of this equipment connected digitally so we can collect data for manufacturing, supply chain, maintenance. So, you know, this is, again, something that never existed before. Where do you find these skill sets? Um, so we went out to products uh, that uh, companies that had built products that were very new and, and, and game changers out there in the marketplace. So the Apples, the Googles, um, uh, the Microsofts of the world. And we actually, our first placement in that division was one of the uh, creators of Xbox Connect. Oh, wow. at Microsoft to lead vending machines at PepsiCo. So how did you pick them off? I mean, are you going on LinkedIn and emailing the guy when he's still at Microsoft and saying, we have an offer you can't resist at to come join Pepsi? Absolutely. So we are there to tell the story. Um, that person was not actively looking. He uh, What's it sound like, though, Matt? Give me the pitch, like the real pitch. I just gave a boring one. What's it actually sound like? Yeah. Um, Role play with just, me. We have been retained by PepsiCo. Uh-huh. They are looking for a uh, transformational executive who is, has, is an engineer with an MBA who could reinvent their vending fountain and cooler equipment. And then we would paint them the picture that I just gave to you in terms of what that broad-based vision might look like. And they say, wow, you know, that sounds really interesting. And then from there, we, uh, we get them to engage in a broader conversation, obviously send their resume and uh, allow us to conduct a, a full interview. Um, the person we placed was, was based in Redmond, uh, but had roots back to Brooklyn where his family was. Uh-huh. And so it was a, uh, it, we caught him at the right time, right place in his career where it would be attractive for him to move back to New York. It was the come and, home uh, pitch. Yeah, put a stamp on something that, again, had never existed. And, and he's done a phenomenal job and has been there for a number of years now. So how do you guys make money? What cut do you take? And do you take a placement fee? What's How's it work? Yeah, so um, we charge uh, 30% of the first year's total compensation. So that's base plus estimated target bonus. Okay. Um, up front or uh, after the first year? Great question. It gets paid in a third up front. A third uh, is invoiced after 30 days, and then the last third is due upon completion of the search in our case. Which is usually uh, when the actual person is placed? Correct. Oh, so if you don't, if you, if they retain you and they say this job, we're willing to pay 200 grand, plus it's going to be 100 grand in probably commissions and bonuses. So it's a 300,000 person job. PepsiCo is going to pay you 100 grand up front, no matter what, even if you don't find somebody. Is that right? Correct. Again, the last third is is due upon completion. So uh, we skin in the game to make sure we're hustling and aren't waiting around for months and months and months. So they like that in a lot of cases. Um, but a lot of our competition 
actually bills the entire fee within 90 days, regardless of where they're at in the search. So fascinating the philosophy internally that first of all, the client is seeing results within the first three weeks. So they can feel comfortable that, Hey, I know the next invoice is due, but we know these guys are on it. We've already seen their thinking. We've already seen uh, results. They're already introducing us to live candidates that we're excited to interview. And um, so, you know, paying that second retainer payment is really never an issue. Yeah. Okay. So let's, that's kind of some minutia. Let's take a step back for a second. What year did you found the business in? Uh, End of 2002. Okay. Wow. 2002. And how old are you now? 47. Okay. So you found this, what, when you were like, you know, 33, 31? Correct. Somewhere in there. Okay. And I always love asking this question because it's embarrassing, Matt. What was your first year revenue? Uh, about $85,000. That's actually not bad. That's pretty good. <laughs> well, I left the largest search firm in the world with a, which a one? salary higher than that. <laughs> so, which, which one did you leave? Hydric and Struggles. And what was your salary? And I asked this not because I just want to know your, your money situation, but because there's other people right now stuck in corporate going, there's no way I can give up this $300,000 position to go start my own business. So what did you give up? What salary? Yeah. You know, Nathan, I'm happy to answer that because I think it's a really interesting situation that allowed me to take that entrepreneurial leap. And so um, during my time at Hydric and Struggles, my base salary ranged from uh, anywhere from eighty five to 95000 but then with uh, upside and uh, bonuses and things, I had earned as much as two hundred and eighty thousand. Well, after the the downturn in in two thousand one, they changed the comp plan so significantly um, that my ability to earn over my base salary was really really hampered. So you know, I had been making more than double what I, uh, what I was earning at the end, but the economy was so bad. And the, 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 the world of search was so depressed that I, it was, it was very, very hard to take a leap. I had a, you know, a house, two cars in the driveway, a young baby at home. And all of a sudden at the end of 2002, I said, you know what, I'm in a situation where I could potentially do half as much revenue and make you know, twice as much money. I, I was my last year revenue at Hydric and Struggles was close to seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. What do you mean revenue? Revenue you drove the company? Correct. I the see. Search work that I was executing about seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars in search fees, and I was making around a hundred thousand dollars. So yeah, like, let me do it myself. See, yeah, I could. So I could do if I did seven hundred seven fifty on my own and could make you know half of that. You know, um, then hey, I'd be in a much better situation. So I had nothing to lose. Not to mention, my wife begged me to go and interview with other firms and and see if I could get a job. And and I had basically an opportunity to go work at every single firm that I would have been interested in. So you know, I knew I could get a job if it didn't work out. And yep. uh, so, although the first year was very tough, um, it it grew exponentially to the point where now uh, we're over a million dollars every year in revenue. What was twenty fifteen specifically revenue? Uh, a one point one. Okay, and is that? This, that, that's like the revenue you made, right? The one third, one third, one third, not the, not the added up salary, total salaries of all the placements. Correct. Okay. Got it. So, and what is your goal for 2016? Uh, 1.4. Okay. So what is the, I want to understand more about the, kind of the economics that drive the business. So first off, give me a sense of size. How many employees are you at? 
I have one key uh, associate partner, uh-huh. uh, not a partner in the business, but key associate, uh, and then who's my VP of search operations. And then we literally work through a team of virtual assistants uh, through an organization called the Less Doist that I'm a huge fan of, if you're not uh, aware of them. Less Doist or Less Doing with Ari and Nick? Yeah, it is with Ari and Nick, but their virtual assistant company is the Less Doist. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought... Wait, I use them too, but I always go through lessdoing.com. Yep. So the the philosophy is the art of less doing. And then, um, you know, I don't know if you if you use them, we go through Trello. Wait, which, did he introduce us? How did we get connected? Oh, we're both in the brotherhood together, aren't we? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, look, I have to tell you, you know, and, and, and Ari and Nick are going to hear this and be jumping for joy. But, you know, I hate, generally speaking, I really don't like humans. I mean, if I could just, have data and be by myself in a room and just build businesses, I would do that the rest of my life. Uh-huh. So they have made it so easy to have no emotional attachment to the work that I need done because I can just put it, they find the person wherever it is in the world, they just get it done and it works. And Absolutely. I spend, a, I mean, I spend a lot of money with them every month. I do too. Yeah. How much do you spend, would you say on average with them? Uh, well, I, I guess a lot of money. I mean, if I Five, spend dollars a month, seven, okay. you know, 700 to a thousand, but that's a lot less than the the forty-five to fifty thousand dollar you know physical assistant that I had for many years. Yep, yep. So what is your? I mean, it sounds like if you've got if you've, you're spending called a grand per month on the VAs, I'm going to make mm-hmm. you obviously are not going to share the salary of your other person, but I'm going to just say let's say it's aggressive at one hundred and fifty k or two hundred, right? So that's another ten twenty yep. k per month. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a high margin business. Very high. Yeah, I mean, this is a high. I mean, I could easily see. I mean, what did you do in twenty fifteen? Bottom line revenue or profit? Uh, sorry, bottom line profit. Um, over 600,000. So, okay, here's a question I have for you, right? Entrepreneurs always talk about their businesses, but one thing that I think no one ever talks about is what the actual entrepreneur does to actually create wealth for him or herself in their personal Mm -hmm. life with their wife or husband or kids. So how do you make that crucial decision when you have 600 grand in your BB&T bank account, right? Your business bank Mm -hmm. account, what to take out for yourself and maybe go put in real estate or your college funds or whatever, Versus what you leave in the business? Yeah, great question. So first of all, um, about two years ago, I found something that, that changed my life. Um, I uh, got introduced to Michael Michalowicz and Profit First. Are you aware of that? Uh, I, I've heard of it, but I'm not familiar with, the, with the, how it works. Okay, great. So, so Mike is a, uh, a successful entrepreneur who exited a business and then, you know, quickly became broke and realized that he, he really just didn't have his act together and created a system that makes it very easy for businesses to always be healthy. And I struggled, like many other entrepreneurs, you know, really just not knowing where my cash was doing what he likes to call bank balance accounting, where, you know, it was that one big bucket of money in my account and really not knowing how to uh, break it up to keep my business super healthy. So I'll break it down for you very simply. Um, When a check comes in, I have a formula in which I break up the money into different buckets. Um, uh, 35% goes to operating expense. 20% goes directly to owner's pay. 30% 30% goes to taxes and 15% goes directly to the profit bucket. I receive obviously the 20% of the owner's pay. Yep. 30% is in my tax account. So I know I have that money there. So I don't have to sweat it every quarter when I need to pay my taxes. And then every quarter I get 
50% of what's in the profit bucket based on what's come in as a dividend that I can do something, you know, for me, my family, I can use it as for savings. I can do something nice for my key employee, whatever that may be. And it gives me peace of mind. It allows me to sleep better at night and uh, creates a lot less anxiety in my life because I know exactly how this money needs to flow. So what do you do with the other 50% of the profit bucket, though? Yeah, that grows over time. That, yeah. So what do you do with that's my that's the thing though. It's, it's like, what do you it, do with it? You just let it grow. Yeah. So I let it grow because I, I one want to make sure I've got security. Two, I want to make sure that if if I want to hire someone else someday, you know that that's a way to you know fund that. Three, it'd be great to be my own bank opposed to relying on a you know a credit line or something, right? So, um, all about you know business health for the long term, not just focusing on the short term year to year. Interesting. Yeah, that's fascinating. I mean, look, the struggle that I always have with this is I have made investments in other companies. I've, like, I've calculated the returns. My best returns have always been on myself. Uh, mm-hmm. They just have. I mean, and I'm not just saying that to make me feel. If they weren't on myself, I'd put more money in real estate or other things. My yeah. biggest money has come when I put money towards launching a new software business, I drive sales, and then I exit the company. So I always yeah. struggle, Matt, with what, how much money I should leave in the business working on that versus what I should put in index funds that you know mirror the S&P 500 or what I should put in real estate or these other expenses. So it was fascinating to hear your yeah. breakdown. Yeah, I, I mean, I do have a, a 401k in the business. Um, I can save up to $53,000 a year, uh, although that does uh, trigger some significant contributions to my key employee. So, you know, there's a lot of ways I could really aggressively save, which is is fantastic. Um, but one thing that Mike McCallowitz always focuses on, because he's also an owner of many different businesses, is he gets them all on the profit first philosophy. So he can basically monitor exactly that you know, where the health of those businesses are day in and day out. So might be something you, uh, you think about moving forward. If you do get involved in other businesses yeah. that you're not running, maybe I'll have yeah. him on. That'd be fun. Um, he's amazing. A couple more numbers before we wrap up and get my kind of my favorite rapid fire part of the show. What is the average kind of contract value that you're, you're doing? Yeah. So, um, over the last three years, it's ranged from 85,000 all the way up to 109,000 last year. Okay. Okay. And that's, again, that's basically taking all the one third payments, adding them together. And that's per contract. Correct. Okay. And about how many contracts? So I assume you're what placing 10 to 15 people per year. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And how many total customers are you working with on average? Uh, at any given time, we're working with five to six different clients. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So you're, you'd say you're probably more of the high end kind of, you know, executive recruiting company, right? Absolutely. So yeah. we are working we are competing against the largest uh, firms in the world that are uh, in the hundreds of millions of dollars in size. And although we're small uh, because of our bespoke nature and our, our focus on this, this area of transformational talent, which is everything from um, digital media to big data and analytics to cybersecurity. I mean, it's super broad and industry agnostic. It allows us to really go into any client and uh, you know they're not as concerned about us being part of the, financial services practice and being minors in marketing where yeah, yeah <laughs> we're majors in in the function first yep. and then uh we focus on the industry second i love that okay so matt before we get to my favorite part of the show if people want to connect with you personally online where is the best place for them to do that yeah so my my email address is matt m-a-t-t at mjsearch.com and our website is mjsearch.com 
All right, guys, very quickly, many of you heard I acquired Send Later at nathanlatka.com forward slash send later. And here's the thing. I don't want to hire a big team. I'm a business guy, though, so I need developers. So what I did is I found this little website. I found this guy named He Shiming. I paid him over $12,000 to help me keep building this business, which I will take public by the time I turn 30. So it's called Toptal. Okay, and what Toptal does, it's a network of elite pre-vetted software developers. Basically, I told Toptal what I was looking for. They search their network for the best people. They even test the candidates, which saves me time. And then they just said, Nathan, here, use this candidate. They meet your individual needs and boom, I'm off to the races. So once you pick someone on Toptal, you can start working with them the next day. Now, for my people, Toptal's offering a no-risk trial period that you can get at nathanlatka.com forward slash T-O-P-T-A-L. Again, nathanlatka.com forward slash Toptal to get started. This is perfect if you're a business person listening that doesn't know how to incentivize or find a technical co-founder. Go to nathanlatka.com forward slash Toptal and get started building your app now. Okay, Top Tribe, I have to tell you, many people go, Nathan, and you came out of nowhere. Your website's growing so fast. How'd you do it? The answer is simple. So I use HostGator. I don't know if you guys know that, but I use HostGator. And the reason I do, they have like about 4,500 free templates I can use because I don't code. They've got a great e-commerce plugin. And guys, I bug the heck out of their support. They've got 24-7 support, which I love. So what I've done is I've worked with them. You guys know I make great deals. If you go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan, you can see Sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45-day money-back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. Awesome. Top Tribe, we will link to that in the show notes at nathanlatka.com forward slash the top 418. Again, forward slash the top 418. Matt, it is time for Famous Five. Are you ready, number one? Go for it. All right, what's your favorite business book? Uh, well, one is definitely profit first, <laughs> uh, as you can tell. Um, the other one is, uh, is rework by Jason Freed. Yeah. Both of those are great books. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? I, I love Gary Vaynerchuk. I, I just love his energy. I love his hustle. Uh, I, I love that he's just putting it out there and, 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 and just, you know, uh, telling the truth. Um, it just gives me a lot of energy and, and continuous motivation. I think he's killing himself. <laughs> like, I don't know how else to say it, Matt, but you know, like when a president goes in office and they do a before picture and then when the president leaves office, they show the after and it looks like they've aged 30 years. If you yeah. look at a picture from Gary from five years ago and I saw a Facebook ad with him the other day and he's like gray hair, he's like way skinnier, almost I'm like, this guy can preach hustle all he wants and send snaps at 3 a.m., but he's killing himself. So I, I, we got to spend time with him at, uh, at Jason's Mastermind Talks event this year, and uh, he talked about having a CEO for his body. Literally, he has a guy who follows him around, makes sure he's eating right, trains him personally. Um, so I, I think he's probably taken a little bit better care of himself than we think. Um, but yeah, I, he's definitely uh, really grinding very hard in yep. his uh, quest to buy the Jets. Yeah. That's a, it's a good thing. All right. Number three, I want to talk about tool and you, I think joined me on a webinar recently and you are using, or you signed up for send later, which I kind of broke down how I use that at Hey to grow deals. What intrigued you about send later and why'd you sign up? Yeah. So, um, 
first of all, I, I was looking for something that could get people's attention in a very easy way. And, um, it, it made a lot of sense. Plus receiving your emails for so long, uh-huh. <laughs> I knew you were doing something and that, that probably, you know, works for you. So I said, <laughs> hey, you know, might as well check it out. And the cost of it is, was so, you know, limited that, you know, with the kind of average fees that I have, that it's really a no brainer, you know, why not try it and, and see how it goes. So I'm literally, I'm looking forward to talking to you in another week or so because uh, I'm building my email campaigns and, and getting ready to launch that soon. That's great. Yeah. One of the number yeah. one kind of users of send later are recruiting firms uh, because obviously it allows you to send, write an email at six tonight, send it later at you know 4 a.m tomorrow morning so that potential hire that you're trying to place actually sees it the next morning or reminders in the inbox or auto follow-up emails um so so uh recruitment is uh, is where it's at for sure so i'm glad you're glad you're enjoying that what's your other is it have any other kind of favorite tools online that you like using yeah, I was going to mention Trello um, and the Let's Do Us. Uh, I'm on there a lot. Um, I'm constantly putting up tasks and and wondering who I'm going to get assigned to, who can handle it. Um, I like you probably. I had I had virtual assistants all over the world, um, mostly uh, India, Pakistan, and they'd be great at some things and horrible at others. And with the uh, Let's Do Us, they always find me someone who's competent and capable who can handle the the craziest of tasks. So yep. I, I love it. Yes or no? Do you get eight hours of sleep every night? I really I do. Awesome, that's great. And what's your situation? So you're 47, you said, right? Yep. And what's your situation? Married, single? You have at least one kid, right? Married, uh, 18 years, uh, two children, 15 wow. and almost 13. Yep. And uh, outside of uh, being an entrepreneur, I am a very passionate crossfitter and so I'm and triathlete. I was a triathlete for about six years and now, uh, you know, just killing it in CrossFit for the last four years, uh, four to five days a week. That is awesome. So last question now, Matt, take us back 27 years. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? <sighs> don't follow the herd. You don't have to do what everybody else does. You don't have to do things the way everyone else does. Um, think about making yourself transformational at all stages of your career, not just, uh, and you don't have to be an entrepreneur. You can do it within an organization or on your own. Top tribe. There you have it. Don't follow the herd from Matt Schwartz, who in 2002, when he was about 31, 32 years old, left a big six figure, well, you know, starting six figure salary quit, launched his own company, his executive search firm, did 85 grand his first year. Last year in 2015, did 1.1 million on track for 1.4 million in 2016 with very healthy 50% plus EBITDA margins. Matt, thank you for taking us to the top. Thanks, Nathan. Top Tribe, if you enjoyed Matt today, go back and listen to Sweeney yesterday. He's 26 years old and went from nothing to a million dollar with big, big partnership deals. Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars, and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money, HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's HostGator.com forward slash Nathan.
Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday.